Good Monday morning. It's the first fire of the season. Uh, I'm up so early. It's still dark outside. But as I was building this fire, I was reminded of a dream that I've shared with y'all before. And it was a dream about an earthquake. And in the dream, I was standing in the hotel, a hotel lobby, and I was with a group of friends in Philly, and I felt the earth begin to shake. And I looked at Philly, and I was like, this is an earthquake. And I looked back at the friends that I was with and all of them had their faces in their phones. Completely oblivious to the fact that there had just been an earthquake. And then in the dream, I walked out onto, uh, right after that, I, we were on a cliff. Philly and I were standing on the edge of a cliff and we were overlooking what was a huge street and it was just alive with activity and I remember realizing that it was the Las Vegas Strip and I remember in my mind thinking they don't even know there's been an earthquake and all of a sudden out behind that I saw these it was just pitch darkness, but it was like I knew that was kind of a residential area. And I saw these fires just begin to spring to life. And often with earthquakes, you can get fires because gas lines explode or, or whatever may happen. But as I kind of process that dream with the Lord in prayer, um, he actually gave me a passage in Psalms and, and I, I, in Psalm, and I think it was the next day, even, um, forgive me for not remembering offhand, but it says, who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, but he who ha has clean hands and a pure heart. And then right after that, it says, wake up, you sleepy head city for the King of Glory is coming. And then it repeats it again, and any time something is repeated twice in scripture, it's because God's trying to get a message across. And it said it again, wake up you sleepyhead city, for the King of Glory is coming in. And so when I started this fire this morning, that uh, picture, that dream came back to my mind and I'm just reminded that we're living in a day and age of such distraction. But we're also living in a moment in time when we can't afford to be distracted. We are a generation addicted to our pleasure, addicted to our desires, and it would be a lot easier to move to what feels comfortable and pleasurable 
into what feels like um, extending ourselves and um, being active in the work of the kingdom. But we're living in a sobering time. And I've said it before, if we're not sobered by the times that we're living in, then uh, we need to take a recheck of our heart and our mind. We really need to be on mission for Jesus. And so I just want to pose the question to you today, where are you starting a fire? Where are you actively involved in the work of the kingdom in the middle of a very distracted, deceived culture? We're living in a time where um, even people's very identity is being questioned. We're living in a time when our children are being targeted in ways that are unimaginable. We're living in a moment of time where good is called bad and bad is called good and good people are called names because they live by a moral code or a moral compass. We're living in a season where people are so addicted to their phones that they can't even be present at the table with their children. So I pose the question again, where are you lighting a fire? The first place we should be lighting a fire is in our own homes. Asking God to help us know how to wisely invest in our marriage and our children then we should be asking the lord how do i start a fire in my community how do i start a fire in my neighborhood how do i start a fire in my church what am i doing that will withstand when the storm comes or when the fire would burn it up what will remain what will last? What am I producing when Jesus returns that will have eternal value? I'm not saying there aren't times when we have to pull away, especially when you pour out, you have to find ways to refill and revitalize yourself. But I really don't think that's the issue for us today. It feels like we've become so addicted to ourselves and our pleasures and our wants and our desires that we're not realizing we really are living in a time where Jesus is about to return and we haven't lit a fire anywhere and we aren't going to be able to show anything that has eternal value. And that's a scary place to live. So Jesus said, wake up, you sleepyhead city, for the king of glory is about to enter. Scripture says, be alert and sober-minded, for your enemy, the devil, roars around, walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. 
we have a very alert, strategic enemy. And while we've been living in a way that wants to medicate itself with our own truth, <laughs> we have forgotten that Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father unless he comes through me. At the end of the day, I don't want to be known for the clothes I had or how good I was at hospitality, even though I'm pretty good at that. I like being hospitable. I'm not even concerned about how great my pickleball score is, even though I'm getting a little better. But at the end of the day, I want to be known as someone who built fires that lasted in the hearts of men and women that put eternal things in them that when the thief broke in and stole, he couldn't steal those. The things that moth and rust can't destroy. That's just the word that was on my heart today.